host, Lisa Cordoff. Welcome to the podcast, where you can expect inspiring, raw, energizing, and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. Hey, so I had a a podcast episode all locked in, ready to go for this week. And I've decided that you'll get that next week. And instead, I wanted to have a conversation about these bushfires uh, that are happening in Australia and also just a conversation about a few of the things that I've been sharing over on Insta stories. If you don't follow me on Instagram, um, go ahead and do that because I do share a lot uh, on Insta stories. And, you know, it was just, it's just funny because I think that there's so many of us who have struggled to feel a bit like, woo, 2020. Uh, and then there's also those of us who are like, woo, 2020. Oh, is that a bad thing to feel when there's so much stuff going down? So, uh, I think that it's just been a real mixed bag of, of feelings for most Australians at the start of this new year. And of course, uh, you know, me included, uh, was really, I, f- I felt really off, off kilter. I felt really, um, there's been lots of things going through my mind and, and one of them that I did share over on Instagram was about how I kind of, it's funny, kind of feeling a bit, not asleep at the wheel, but you know, when you can have a, have an opinion on, on current affairs or, you know, the things that, that matter to us, really only if we're actually paying attention. And I think those things that matter to us, for me, became quite siloed away from current affairs. So, I mean, I <laughs> I was a, a cadet journalist. I um, created a TV show called Making the Switch back in the day in 2007, Kevin 07. Melbourne was in drought. It was all about... It was all about climate change at that time and I just thought that that what the world needed was a TV show all about things that average people could do about, you know, if, we, if we're not like hardcore hippies or greenies or whatever, you know, if you don't identify as, as far to the left and, and you're already well down the path on the journey, if you're just starting off that journey, like what can we do? So I started that TV show actually aired on community TV all around Australia on C thirty one. It was called here in Melbourne, which is unfortunately been closed down, which is a horrible thing. You know, Hamish and Andy started on C thirty one, so did Walid Ali. Heaps of people. Anyway, uh, that's another story. But we did twenty six episodes. There was so many cool stories that we covered of people doing things, uh, yet. TV executives of the major networks were like, no one really cares. No one cares about sustainability. I was like, you know what? I feel like that's changing. But anyway, I was also doing some daily news stuff and I was working for a guy who was the um, uh, ex-producer, executive producer of the 7.30 report. 
that big time journalist. And it was so great. I was, I was reading the papers every day. Um, you know, my, I did my honors in international relations and I got a scholarship to start a PhD in international relations on the topic of humanitarian intervention. Anyway, I was 23 and I really knew nothing about the world. So I thought maybe I'd park that until I got some actual real life experience. And, and also, can you imagine me in academia? I was a bit like, why doesn't anybody talk? Can we just, um, <laughs> anyone want to meet for a coffee? <laughs> Everyone just sort of works away. A lot of introverts in academia, which is good. I love them for it, but it just wasn't me. So anyway, whoa, this has really gone off on a tangent. Uh, I used to be really connected to, to the news, to the world, what was happening. Uh, uh, it was actually a big part of my identity, really. Uh, I used to get frustrated that I couldn't talk to people about things that were happening in the world. Like, what, what do you, what do you read? Do you even watch the news? And, you know, Nick and I, every Monday night, it would be, you know, well, every, we'd, I'd watch the reason why our kids always went to bed at seven o'clock was because we had to watch the news, ABC News, and then 7.30 and Monday nights. It was, you know, my favorite shows were foreign correspondent. That's why I was wanting to be a journalist. I wanted to tell these big stories, um, Australian story and oh, just so many good shows. And then somewhere along the path of the decade of baby making, so having three kids in four years, still watching what I could, but then starting my own business, I I would just open up my laptop as soon as the kids got to bed. Uh, I think social media, I just, you know, we pick and choose what we want to see and what we consider news these days. And I, I wasn't clicking on any of the you know, it's only really probably been in the last 12 months that I've started following The Guardian and, and places like that. But I really kind of shut off from almost, I felt it like noisy in the world. And, and I, and I've realized now that, that I really became quite disengaged in, in what's going on. And when I shared this on Instagram, I had a flood of messages from people going, ah, uh, yeah, me too. Um, so our country's burning. How the hell did that guy become our prime minister? The US is bombing Iran. Are we on the brink of another world war? Like what is going on right now? And, 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 and I sort of feel like it's, it's important to stay abreast of these kinds of things. And a friend of mine shared with me that there's a little, there's a podcast and daily newsletter called The Squiz, S-Q-U-I-Z. Uh, and it's like uh, the snippets of like the biggest headlines in case you want to go and, and get that. It's Australian. Um, and so has an Australian bent on it by two female journalists. Anyway, so that's as another aside. But like, I'm kind of looking for ways to re-engage and people were like, you know, it's kind of a bit depressing um, sometimes watching the news and and I get that. I felt like I had enough intensity in my life that I literally couldn't take on the issues of the world. But then we kind of move into this zone of surely someone else is taking care of it. <laughs> surely other smart people are like on this. 
and keeping holding people accountable or whatever. Like I am maxed out in my life right now. So I'm just hoping like hell that other people are watching and and I think what's come out, especially with this this bushfire stuff, is you know, well, I couldn't engage in the conversation because I I really wasn't sure how it had come to this. What is the deal with with backburning? What is the deal, you know, with you know, even just the fact that I was able to say things like, "Oh, Scott Morrison didn't have meetings with these fire chiefs. Who are these ex-fire chiefs or these scientists? And what is it that they really wanted to share? And what role am I playing in all of this? Just as a human living in Australia, making decisions about how I spend my money, the items that come into my house, you know, what's what can I do? And and do I need to be engaged in this conversation in in kind of a different way? I think when I shared this, what became very obvious was that a lot of you guys are feeling that too. And it's like, right, what are we going to do about that? And and I guess as someone running a business and also trying to have a holiday uh, with her family, uh, it was also like, my God, we've got to do something. What can we do? I've given quite a bit of my personal money to the the bushfire appeal, you know, over the last few months. And then I thought, well, maybe there's something more that we can do. And then I just remembered the whole crazy point <laughs> of of the small steps movement. Well, and you know, for those of you who might be new to this particular conversations with Lisa podcast, you know, there's a whole stack of small steps living podcasts below that you can go and check out. But, you know, after I'd done all of this work in the sustainability space and I was working with, I was working in the area of behavior change. So we were looking at consumers most importantly, and in particular to see how they might change their habits around around, um, you know, what they spend their money on so we can give clear signals to industry who are often far quicker to act on these issues than governments and certainly than TV executives. And so when I then, you know, moved beyond that work or I had my son, I wanted to uh, work out (laughs) what to feed him because I was like, um... So could someone just tell me what healthy is these days? You know, it was 2010 when he was born. So in 2011, I actually won a scholarship from Sarah Wilson to study at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which was you know this health coaching course, which didn't make me a health coach, but it certainly did make me see that um, there's a lot of different ideas about how we can eat, but most of these ideas come back to a simple principle. And that is that if we're eating food made from actual food and ingredients, then, um, then we're going to be way better off in our own bodies. But it also makes a really big difference to, to the planet, right? You know, the more that we can just buy simple staples and work from them means that we're not buying 
you know, highly processed and packaged foods that take a lot of energy that are shipped around the world, all that kind of thing. It just made sense to me on so many different levels. And, you know, I remember going to my first farmer's market thinking, I so don't belong here. I don't know what I'm doing. Everyone says, go and meet the farmers, blah, 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 blah. But I just felt like an intruder. I felt like someone who was like, you know, is this actually who I am? Because I was just so mainstream. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea about numbers on the backs of packets of food. And and so when I started learning all of this, and then I started a blog about about food, like, okay, well, if I am going to try and do this with my family, I'm just going to share it. And I, and, and none of it's done perfectly. And I'm eating fish and chips on a Friday if I want. And, you know, it was, it wasn't about, um, like this sort of elitist or, uh, um, what's a better word? I don't know. It's not coming to me. Um, I guess perfect way of eating and holding myself up to these unrealistic standards, which to me and everything that I'd learned about behavior change was not a good way to move forward. It's not sustainable to, you know, shut ourselves off from certain food groups for extended times or deprive ourselves because our brains just don't like it. Unless you have a really big health reason to do so. And, you know, that kind of you know, willpower might drive you forward longer than it would for the average person who's just following someone else's specific plan. Anyway, I felt at that time, and it's not something that I really shared because it wasn't, it didn't seem relevant at that time, but I felt like if, if, if part of my mission, if part of what I was doing, helping people to just eat basic foods along with me and learning and, you know, doing it imperfectly and without guilt. If I could help them do that, that would improve their health, but it would also have a really cool environmental impact too. And I don't want to go down the path of, um, you know, talking about animal products and this and that, everything, every every carbon footprint, you know, you can measure absolutely everything these days and there's really smart people doing that kind of thing. For me, it was never going to be about doing one thing and one thing only or committing to something for an extended period of time. I kept open. I kept the message really simple and uh, and the community really, um, I mean, it was just it's just been enjoyable work to do over the years. And so when it came to thinking about what to do for the bushfires, I I kept thinking, you know, I have this bank. I mean, you guys, there is so much content. There is so many courses. There is so much support, information, inspiration inside the Small Steps membership. And that's where, you know, and if you are new around here, the Small Steps membership, I mean, the last time I opened the doors to that was January 2019, or maybe it was February, I can't remember. And uh, and I didn't open it because for the rest of the year, even although, you know, weekly content goes out to these members, meal plans, um, we simplify life. So, you know, this is the other thing. It's also about consuming less. It's about simplifying your life. It's about upgrading your mindset. All sorts of things happen in this Small Steps membership. And our footprints get lighter when we focus on on simplifying, getting rid of things, um, really aware and 
educated women are a part of this group who who just want to do things in a simpler, more nourishing and sustainable way for themselves so they can actually enjoy their lives and their families because, I mean, the food we eat matters not only to our health but in lots of different areas. So the team and I have put our heads together and we have created we've decided to open up the doors to the Small Steps membership once again and that it's a it's a monthly or, or quarterly option and every single penny that is earned from that in in January, so that's including all the fees that we'll pay for all of the, you know, um, you, 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 every time um, like there's payment gateways and you have to pay fees when people pay you money, but I don't get, like I'm not this every single cent that comes in from you guys or anyone who wants to join the membership in January will go straight to um, the the bushfire appeal. And I'm just at the moment locking down the charities that I'd like to give to for that. Uh, but it feels to me, it just felt to me like if you want to jump in, have a little look around, you don't have to stay. You don't have to pay an ongoing fee if you don't want to. You can just come in and contribute some money to the Bushfire Appeal and get access to some some really cool e-courses and content, recipe, like all the things to help you just make a difference in your own life, in your in your day-to-day life, how you're doing things in 2020 because we're all a part of this. Yeah, we can't we can't actually escape that we're all we all have an impact um, on the climate and our consumer choices. You know, is it, um, you know where we go for holidays. Like, there's so many different things that matter. There's so many different things, and this is not a <laughs> silver bullet kind of scenario here. This is just a a way that you can feel a little bit empowered in your choices around your home uh, and in the food that you're eating. If it has been on your agenda to simplify food, like even just being able to make a really simple meal plan, there's a program in there called the Easy Kitchen Reset. It goes for seven days and it literally will show you step by step how to put together a week's worth of whole food meals. Like it's basic, simple food. People love that program and it's inside the membership and you could just come in, do that (laughs) and then take that and go with it. Like just do that and that will, can you imagine how much less food you would waste if you just put together even just a plan for your dinners for five nights? It's so simple to have a really big impact. And I don't know about you, but in these moments, I want to know I'm doing something, even if it feels small. The choices that I make about the food that I eat and the food that my children eat can actually have a really big impact on the bigger picture if we do it as a collective. And so my gift to this community is to make a, you know, you can make a donation by joining the Small Steps membership and get access to some really cool stuff that will empower you to perhaps change up the way in which you do food in your family or maybe you'll just want to go through all the simplify modules and see how we're stripping back like 
you know, we're removing things out of our lives. We're, and there's, there's stacks of stuff in there about mindset. So if you want to just go through and do all the mindset modules, we call it the enjoy section because it's about actually creating a life that you enjoy. Then, um, then just jump in and do that. You can cancel the membership almost as soon as you join if you want. Um, just jump in and then, um, and then you can choose to end it and you'll just get a month's access and that would be amazing. And all of the, all of that money is going straight to the bushfires. So I'll be able to give you an update on, on all of that and, uh, and also empower you at the same time. Felt like a good idea. Uh, so we're doing it. <laughs> even although uh, it's school holidays and if at the time this podcast goes live, the links aren't there straight away, never fear. They will be coming shortly and you can check on Facebook and Instagram. I will definitely be posting there about how you can get access. We won't have the doors open for very long, but this is just a little way to contribute and um, make a difference with with cash to help the victims of the bushfires, uh, animals included. So um, that's just a little bit of a background on where I'm at right now on the bushfires, how this little business is going to try and do its best and how it's almost taking me back to my roots. This This stuff actually really matters and it's become my default way of doing life. And the reason why I created Ready for Change and do a lot of the mindset stuff was because of of what I used to see in the Small Steps membership was women coming in full of good intentions, unable to move past the stories that keep them repeating the same patterns with food. It all, mostly it all comes down to mindset because I couldn't make food simpler than it is in the Small Steps membership, literally. Like our, our saying in there is have an egg, have a meal. And, um, and you can also, you, you can join that crew. You can, um, get access to all the information that's in there and, and contribute to the, um, bushfire efforts and feel really good about, about your health, about what you're doing for your family, um, by making simpler and more wholesome choices. You know, it was the intention from the very beginning. Um, was to just make food simple. But then I realized, you know, unless if you keep believing the stories about why it's not possible for you, then no change is possible. Hence, ready for change and the work we do on reprogramming those subconscious stories that keep you stuck. So next week, there's a really cool episode coming that I have entitled Never Ending Stories. And you know the song you know the song that I will be adding to the Spotify playlist for that. If you haven't yet, go and find the Ready for Change <laughs> um, uh, playlist on Spotify. I'm I'm adding all of the the song titles, which are the also the episode titles sometimes, to uh, to a playlist. It's going to be a bit eclectic at the end of the day, but uh, but lots of fun. So. Thanks for sticking with me with this episode. Hope you've enjoyed the conversation on how I have gone from full despair to thinking about, you know, what I can actually do that will make a difference at a at a bigger level involving you guys uh, and also just go like simple food, simplifying life, getting conscious of the cons- who we're buying from. 
all of the things that we buy have a footprint simplifying my life, adding joy, good vibes into the world by being joy and good vibes also makes a difference, you guys. So I hope you're feeling okay. Cray cray start to 2020 and I am sending you all my love. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode. 